welcome back to On the Nose. And uh, last week we were talking with Liz earlier in the day, and now it's later in the day, and we're catching up with Liz again. Yes, this is fun stuff. <laughs> no, it's uh, it's kind of nice to see your process and how you're set up. You're teaching me a lot of things about how you would set up a podcast versus how we kind of like jumped in head first and just kind of like went off of just phone calls. But to see how easily it is to just kind of up the quality a little bit, it's refreshing. That's cool. I, uh, the friend, uh, Ian, who helps me with the sound, some of that came from him, like, being like, oh, well, this is what we need. And then I had to go, like, kind of figure out, like, what I needed to install to, to get that. Um, and then now I've been doing it enough that now I, I feel braver and I'm starting to be interested in learning how to process the sound files myself. Um, so that's kind of cool. Nice. So what do you do? You just like record record it and then process the sound file and then just overlay it? Or what is, how does that? Yeah, so um, most of the ones, the ones that are just me, like I put them in Dropbox and my friend runs them through whatever process he has to make them sound the way that they do. But like the one with uh, Tyler and, and I, like it broke for him. So I did it myself and um, I use uh, Adobe Audition to, to just kind of tweak it. Like uh, I went through like my gain, there's like a gain knob on my microphone and it was accidentally turned up really high. So there was like this horrific hissing sound. Um, oh. so I went through and like, you can like select a small part of the file where there's a sound you don't like, and then you can like run processes based on that to try to remove the sound. So I was able to like clear it out and then like equalize the volume between the two of us and just get it to sound a little bit better. And then I, um, I load the video, um, into the video software and I pull the sound files in and then I sync them up. Uh, which requires like you think it's synced in the beginning but you better check at the end because if it's off just a little bit it'll yeah. be really noticeable as you get closer to the end of the file because it gets more and more unraveled yeah yeah, yeah. so that's that's like how i do it um and i've been asking my friend to teach me like how how he does it um just because maybe there's stuff that would be you know, useful since that's what he does for a living. So is there just a simple way to just, just record the meeting off of Google meet? Um, yeah. So what I do is, uh, to just get it is I do the screen record that's built in natively to windows. Yeah. Uh, the windows button alt R and that just records it and you get the file. And if you hit record, if you plan ahead and hit record at the right time, and stop it at the right time. You don't even need to edit it. Like, um, I don't, I don't, cause I have software that I can go in and cut like the little bit of noise at the beginning and end. So I don't worry about that. But yeah. Uh, when, when Tyler and I record, she tries to start the video recording when, where she wants it to start so that she doesn't have to deal with editing. See, I think ours will kind of be like the raw behind the scenes and that'll be part of what you pay for because our podcast itself sounds so polished with like the interlude that goes in and the outer lude that we use that makes it sound all pretty or whatever. Yeah. There won't be any of that. Like it'll be literally just like a Howard Stern show where we have to bleep out where we accidentally said so-and-so's name and we have to like bleep out big chunks of it, but leave it in because yeah. sometimes we get really, really off tangent and we're just like, we have to cut this whole section out, <laughs> but people would pay to leave that in. <laughs> I think, but you know. Yeah, I think so. Um, I already put everything out that way. Cause I don't like, I don't go in and clip anything out. You know, the only and most of the time it's like the episode is the episode, but like there was like the last time we talked, not earlier today, but like last week or the week before, um, that was so long because it was like three hours that yeah. I, I did cut it in half and then I recorded an intro 
and an outro for for each that just kind of says, you know, uh, this is this ran long. So, you know, join join us next week when we like complete our conversation. And then the next one said, like, you know, basically like continuing the conversation from last week kind of thing. Yeah, I kind of want to start my own. I don't know what it would be about and I would still have co-hosts, so it doesn't really matter. But I kind of want to like start like my own like themed thing, but cryptoids are already taken. I'm like, uh, you know, relationship advice, even though that's not really my expertise, that's already taken. I can't really think like, I'm not really sure. Yeah. Maybe, maybe that's the. That's what it's about is what what is Liz's podcast about? Like nothing. Yeah. It's about everything and nothing. And I mean that's kind of mine. Like there's no I have no theme for mine. I had a theme planned originally and then it just kind of evolved into being more almost like a journal or something. And sometimes I have recorded a few episodes I haven't published yet that are about about very specific, not personal to me exactly stuff but um a lot of them are just me like talking about what's going on and then I info dump in the mix of that so there's still like you know there's still information in there it's just not as removed and polished as I had originally been hoping that I could do but literally I'm just I'm just not there mentally for that kind of work you know yeah no I understand do I look really red on your screen? A little bit. I feel very red, but I mean, other than just it being 100 degree weather, like endlessly, that's, I guess every Oklahoman and their dog look like this right now. <laughs> I'm just yeah. starting to like, I could see the complexion next to your complexion and I'm just like, wow. <laughs> no wonder you- they call us rednecks. <laughs> you got to compare with my videos when I'm working on the RV because I'm like a tomato then. I'm like all overheated and like bright red. Oh yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. Cause your cheeks do get really red. You're like, I'm a tomato and I have to stop caulking. Yeah. Right now. <laughs> Cause I don't Did you like get that done. I am in chunks. So I have four out of 12, windows that I can get to there's another four windows I can't get to right now so slowly but surely but it's so much work like removing the the caulking that was there yeah so it it takes time like I'm all these muscles here are like super sore yeah I can imagine that's kind of a pain in the butt yeah I'm not doing any physical labor but Monday like kicked my butt like I think it was the mental labor, the repetitive mental labor that I hadn't had to go through in a long time. Like that pressure of like looking up and seeing like a line that went out towards God knows where, like that hadn't happened to me before in a very long time. Because even the jobs I was working at, it's like I haven't worked retail since I was in my like early 20s. So this was such a just different environment but it felt so good and invigorating like like it was like taking a shower but i was so sore and tired afterwards yeah so you're just like working the cash register at the place where your booth is right and yes but okay so there's 70 like dealers and they all have their little tags that have their little dealer number on it but every dealer is having a current sale of some sort, a certain percentage. So you have to like pull the tag off, put the right dealer in, then look on the sheet and make sure they're not running a sale. And if they are, enter that line item in 50% off. Then the next tag you get is a different dealer. So you put that dealer in and they're probably getting 25% off. And it's just, it is, it's, there's no faster way to do it. It's like, it's cute. Yeah. Well, it, they if they had a, like a more modern system, all that stuff would be they programmed into the system, right? 
And so yeah. then, then all you'd need to do is scan the scan the code and it would automatically come up with the current cells and stuff. But if they don't have that kind of system, then yeah. They don't need that type of system. They like <laughs> it's one of those like this is a slow, peaceful, like slice of Americana that never needs to change and people just need to just be cool with that. There's it's coffee. It's part cookies. of the experience. Like <laughs> Yeah, exactly. Free coffee and cookies. It's awesome. So that's cool. I'm glad yeah, you're just, having fun with that. Thank you. I am I'm surprised that I am like not sinking yet. We'll see. Hopefully the Christmas months are good to me too. So Yeah. And your business. Yeah, I think Christmas was like the slowest, slowest time for me last year, ignoring the pop-up shop like on Etsy itself. So we'll see how it goes this year because I don't think I'll be doing a pop-up again. So, um, yeah. yeah, but we'll see. Like maybe because I have more of a more reputation now, I have more uh, sales and a few more reviews. I I wish more people would leave reviews like those add a lot of weight to the algorithm uh hint hint people that have bought stuff <laughs> right but, uh yeah like um maybe it'll be better now maybe like i'll i'll show up more i also need to get set up for that other marketplace i just they're like oh yeah we'll import your stuff but when we import it we only import this stuff you still have to manually go through every single thing and do this and do this and do this and i'm like oh that's for like, uh, I mean, I have like 200 items. That's like so much work, you know? Yeah, that's a lot of work. So I'm, I have like, uh, I'll do it, but it's going to be a couple at a time. And it's going to have to be once I'm past the stuff with the RV. Because it's just too many. Yeah. Which you're going to get leveled out soon. Yeah, the the 11th, they pick it up, take it to the suspension place to fix the the leaf spring. That's what we think is wrong that broke. And it caused the tires to push together. Uh, so they were, like, rubbing while he was driving. So I'm going to have to get new tires because the tires, like, rubbed down to the metal at the bottom. And uh. then um, I don't know how long it's going to take for them to fix it. But when it comes back, I want to have the transport guy that um, came out and didn't charge me. He's like, really cool. I want him to park it. And then he will help make sure that it's leveled the way it should be. And um, at that point, I can open it up and start doing like the next stage of stuff, preparing to move in. Because I have to be moved in by by the end of the month because I, I can't stay here anymore. Like the person that owns the property was like, you know, she can't be there. Yeah, you gotta get out. Yeah. Pain in the butt. Yeah. So, Ugh. but I'm hoping that the repair will only be a few days because then it'll get cleaned. And then I'll have like two weeks uh, to prepare it to move in. And I can use like one week to like say paint the wood paneling because I'd like to do that before there's a cat in there and yeah. um, do a couple other things. And then. Um, and then just start moving, moving my stuff in. Um, yeah. And it doesn't even have to be all at once. It can be like just a necessity. So I'm in there and then I can. Start staying in there at least and then start picking stuff over. Yeah. But enough to get you to where you can sleep there. Yeah, exactly. Ugh, what a mess. Yeah. A stinging mess. Like what a frustrating mess. But it's been like, and I forget, like I get so focused on like the things I have to do that I forget to make space for my emotions. And we were, I had therapy today and we were talking about that because like, I'm not real good at being present in my feelings. Um, and I'm not real good at like acknowledging when things are stressed because I go, well, I just, I'm going to fix it. I'm going to do these things. And I, I, my coping mechanism is to stay functional and, Adrenaline. Um, yeah, and then every now and again, lately, I've been hit with, like, this anger where I'm just absolutely just full of rage. And I'll just be like, what the hell is going on? And it's it's because, like, I'm in this 
sustained state of frustration. Like if, if you're cornered. Yeah. Like if, if, if this had all happened and I had moved within a week and was just settling into where I moved, I, I would still think back and be like, man, that was really messed up what they did, but I wouldn't be like how I feel, which is, you know, having everything go wrong and it taking months. Right. It's just so yeah. frustrating. The, yeah. You got completely cornered and that's what's added to that frustration. So. Yeah. I know. I miss, I miss painting and I've been like trying to plot how I'll be able to do that once I'm settled into the RV. Cause I won't really be able to do it in the RV, but I might just get like one of those, um, can canopies that has like the netted sides. And then oh, like do it in there and then get like a little, eventually I want to get a shed to put my stuff in. Cause I can't, I can't keep the storage unit. I can't afford it. Um, so I could get a shed and then maybe have a corner that I have little shelves and I can put the paintings there to dry and they won't dry as fast because they're going to be like in colder temperature. Exposed but, to the elements. Yeah. Yeah. But they will dry eventually. Yeah. But they will just take a little longer just cause it's colder. And moisture yeah. and all that stuff, but it will dry. It still sucks, so yeah. But then, like the like, I don't randomly want to like fight people sometimes, but sometimes you know, <laughs> you're just like, why not? <laughs> it's just ugh. yeah. I know. I have these like days where like or moments, not days where I'm like, if I could just, I just want to tell her. And lay out the ramifications of her actions, you know? But, like, yeah. it's not worth it because she would just make herself the victim anyway, so. Right. And how long were you friends before that? Six years. And we That's talked every day, like, the way that you and I, like, text, like, that, but, yeah. more, but more, like, every yeah. day for all that time. Um. And the only time we didn't text as much is after my surgery when I wasn't really talking to anybody because I was so out of it. Yeah, but that was different though. Yeah, and I think you've that been, was the breaking two point. Things. Yeah, you've had like two things like really like break down your communication lately. It's made it to where it's like you've had to like work really hard to communicate, and that is like after the surgery and then all this RV stuff. It's like you know, you're going to need some space. Yeah, I'm not, like, it's, like, hard to find the energy. Like, sometimes, like, I'll record, like, my podcast, and I do, like, I try to do at least one episode a week. Sometimes I do two, and sometimes that's, like, all I have in me. And I, like, really, you know, like, I'll kind of check in with people, but that'll be it. Like, I really won't have a lot to offer and the podcast will be kind of it. And then last two weeks or so, it's been a little better, but I think that's because I got the Adderall. And that oh, helps a yeah. Lot. Does help a lot. I have to meet with my new doctor. Did I tell you about the nightmare doctor appointment? Mm -mm. So I go in. Doctor's fine. He's like, I'm going to refill it. You know, no problem. I'm a little sketchy on the bipolar meds because I've never really done that before. It's not my expertise, but we'll figure it out. Um, but I'm going to send you over to the phlebotomist because your cholesterol was high last time. So let's see where you're at and let's see where your one of my mood stabilizers. There needs to be like a test to see where the levels are to make sure they're at therapeutic levels. Anyway, so... I go up to the phlebotomist and she's just like, I sign in and she's like, it's going to be a minute. And I'm like, no, it's fine. And there's like six old ladies sitting there waiting. Not a huge deal. I sit down. The phlebotomist like gets up and leaves the premises. Like leaves. And I kind of sit there and I'm like, did she just walk out? Surely not. But I sit there for a while now. Now it's been like an hour. <laughs> and these these ladies are like chomping at the bitches. They're all been fasting. So they're starving. And they're just like, oh, I'm just going to have to reschedule. I can't do this anymore. I can't do this. 
So I'm thinking this is great because now I'm first if she ever comes back. Right. Like, I hope she comes back. And so she comes back and she like finds one, sticks it, misses, digs around a little bit, takes it out, and then like feels me up for like a good 15 minutes. And then she's just like, looks like she's about to cry. And she's like, I can't do this today. Like, I'm not going to sit here and stick you all morning. You need to go home and rehydrate and come back tomorrow. And I'm like, okie dokie. Wow. That was weird. <laughs> she's having a day, I guess, it sounds like. <laughs> yeah. She was not okay. I was like, oh, God, I don't want you to stick with him in the needle. Yeah. <laughs> I've never I need four vials of blood. I've never had that happen. I when I've gone in for like surgeries, sometimes they have issues even because you know I was fasting, so I'm a little dehydrated. And yeah. they will um they but they use a machine. So if they don't get it the first time, they go get the machine that helps them find the vein and then they use oh. that. What is this beautiful machine? I've not seen this beautiful machine. I don't know. <laughs> I'm always well, so nervous. So like, I'll be like, oh, I'm going to get surgery soon. So it's not really like, I just watched them do it. And I'm like, yay for the machine. But I think, I think it like, I don't think it uses x-ray, but like maybe ultrasound. Oh, nice. That would make sense. Yeah. And I don't I know why phlebotomists don't use that. I'm going to ask about this machine thing next time I'm with a phlebotomist that seems to have her shit together. Because she really, like, scared me. And, like, she's the good phlebotomist. Like, I like her because she usually sticks me and we're done. But yeah. she was so rattled that morning. I was just like, please don't stick me. Please don't <laughs> stick me. And I didn't go back today either. I was, like, supposed to, like, rehydrate and go back. And I'm just kind of like, no. They already got my drug test. They already got everything they need. My prescriptions are refilled. I'm not worrying about this. Yeah, do it eventually. Just cut back on the chicken fried steak, maybe. <laughs> yeah, that needs to stop. There's this thing, too, also called a steak sandwich supreme. <laughs> and it's a chicken fried steak on a bun. But the bun's, like, this big, and the sandwich is, like, this big, and it comes with a dipping gravy. Oh, it is too much. Wow. It's too big. I wanted one whenever I was pregnant with Lillian. I wanted one really, really bad, and I ate one, and my water broke. And I was like, <laughs> yes! <laughs> my, my, uh, my food drug of choice when I was pregnant were, um apple fritters and uh wendy's french fries with frosties yes so and literally like i could tell if my ex had a couple of the fries like when they were bringing the food to me and then i would be like completely distraught in the way that only a pregnant person can be like oh yeah there's not enough french fries you ate one i know you did and then you're just <laughs> crying I asked for some ice once, and there's, like, a place here called Sonic, and they have a little drive-in, and they have the best shaved ice, and they make the best chips, and I asked for Sonic ice, and I guess when he went, it was closed, so he had to get ice from 7-Eleven, and I was, like, threw the bag at him, and I was, like, what the hell is this shit? <laughs> yeah, the little, like, Sonic's has Sonic the little, ice. the little ice, it's, like, crunchy. Yeah. So it's funny thing about Sonic. So when I was a teenager, uh, we got a Sonics. They put it in where the old A&W used to be. Um, same sort of because A&W had like the roller skating employees oh, yeah. and stuff. And so Sonics came in and had the same thing. And it, it failed in less than a year. Um, no idea why. It just did not do well. And now... Uh, just in the last year, they finally brought a new Sonics in because we have a couple in the area, but like not in that area at all. And now there's a new one there and it's doing 
it's doing well. And I don't like I like their food. It's not as it's not as good here quality wise as it is in other states. Like the beef and stuff. Right. I'm not sure why, but like um I do I do like their food, so I'm gonna have to forget that they put one in because I don't like very many fast food places and Sonics is definitely a weakness. Like every time I travel out of state, I'm always like, I'm going to Sonic. Like <laughs> yeah. it's like Sonic. <laughs> that's how i used to feel about jack in the box every time i would come home i would go to jack in the box but now we have one here and i'm like yay sourdough <laughs> jack yay it's their tacos those fried tacos like i don't even like fried food but something oh. about those tacos like hits the spot sometimes those are so good but it's not very close to here so you know luckily i do live in a little bit of a food desert so it's like like, the other day, I had to, like, stop at a 7-Eleven for, like, their taco. Like, they have a little taco company inside. So I risked that. But they actually bothered to make their own homemade tortillas. Wow. Yeah. But everything else was a little sketchy. Yeah. I've seen, like, some gas stations sometimes will have, like, they have you know, other restaurants and usually it's like Subway or, or McDonald's, but every now and again, it'll be like a Mexican restaurant and I've never tried one, but I've always had this feeling that they probably make really good food. Yeah. There's usually the hole in the walls like that that are like the best. I like was stuck in like this horrible hailstorm that was like golf ball size or, or baseball size hail. And one came down and, like, actually hit and cracked my windshield. And I was like, that's it? And I, like, turned into the next gas station that I could find and, like, got under their awning and then I jumped out and went inside. And they apparently made, like, chicken livers and chicken gizzards that were spicy with a special sauce. Mm -hmm. And they were so good. I was just like, this place that I found, this, like, magical place. <laughs> It's so good. My but, mom would know, love that. I I can't do organs, but my mom loves them. Like I remember as a oh. kid, like chicken, chicken. Uh, what do they call call them? Like just lizards. Yeah, like all that stuff. She just yeah, the hearts and the livers and the gizzards, the offals. Yeah, chicken offals. I don't know, but yeah, I think poor people eat them. Like, that's where it came from, is the necessity of eating from that. I, to me, it makes sense that we eat, like, all of the animal. I just didn't, I didn't, I don't know, like, even growing up, like, poor and eating the foods that we did and being exposed to it, like, liver, stuff like that, I just never liked it. It drove my mom crazy, because even when I was really small, I remember I'd be like, nope, I'm not eating that, that flavor and the texture was like and I just never yeah I never grew to tolerate it so you know yeah and that happens too probably because like you were forced to eat it and so you never got a taste for it yeah yeah my mom's pretty liver fan my mom was pretty strict about it too. And she'd do liver and onions, which of course now I know I'm allergic to onions. I had a I would always be like, no onions, no onions. But, uh, and then she would just keep putting it out until it went bad. That's like, was my only meal. Like she's really trying to force it, you know? Yeah. And didn't work. I would just go without. I was like, hey. Yeah. Lillian does that with onions. So I wonder if her aversion is because she's allergic to the sulfates. Because it's different than a peanut allergy, you know. Peanut yeah. allergy, peanut allergy, you actually like go into anaphylaxis, but like onions, you just have like the sulfates bother you, right? Yeah, and I get like horrific GI pain for like four days after exposure. Oh, your your stomach will hurt. Yeah, my stomach and my gut, like the whole thing, just hurts. Oh. It's yeah, it's all, it's not fun. Um, sometimes like with my mast cell medication, my tolerance will be a little better. And so I've been able to like stuff that as long as the onions are cooked really well, I've been able to tolerate that, but that's only since I started the meds. 
I have to wonder if I've developed some sort of like, or if there is a lot of probably food intolerance going on within these walls that I've never like dealt with or even thought about. Like I've just yeah. like dealt with in a burpee kind of way, yeah. but never in a like, maybe this isn't normal. <laughs> That's super common. That's like. And especially if you're exposed to it regularly, you won't really like think about it because you'll just be kind of like, this is how I feel. But like people will mm -hmm. that have like dairy sensitivities, they cut out the dairy and then then go back to trying it and have all those symptoms again after getting a break from it. And they're like, oh, my God, how did I put up with this? But they're just so used to it. It's like I mean, even having like reflux or GERD or whatever. It's the same kind of thing. You get used to living with it. and You don't realize how bad it is yeah yeah i need to like i did tell him i was like i've had some like burning in my stomach but mainly i like talked about the mitch mcconnell moments i've been having i've been having these like zoning out moments have you heard about mitch mcconnell kind of I, yeah, I saw he, some like... articles and then they i guess he got tested for like having seizures or whatever but he's been zoning out and so i like lovingly call my little zone out moments mitch mcconnell moments <laughs> and i told my doctor i was like i don't know what it is it's like it's not they're not that concerning but they are more like they have been happening more often where it's just like a complete blank just gone for 30 seconds it'll take a good 30 seconds to even reboot to find something else to say I'm just stuck there and uh I'm just like I don't know what that's from he's thinking that probably he wants me to walk off my propranolol my beta blocker because he thinks that maybe my beta blocker is bottoming out my blood pressure unnecessarily mm-hmm yeah, they only, they have me take my beta blocker at nighttime. I mean, that's when most of my heart symptoms are, so that makes sense. But also because my blood pressure is already low, so they don't want me to to have issues during the day with it. But when I took a beta blocker when I was younger, it just made me, like, not want to get up, you know? Yeah. Yeah. With me, it just kind of... I don't know. I just kind of seems to have the the memory loss just seems to be tied with it. Yeah. So, well, you you partake of the THC, right? I do partake of the THC. Some days more than others. So that can that can have its own effects by itself, but then if you're taking mood stabilizers, they actually interact with each other. So, yeah could be something there some sort of chemical chemistry type thing yeah it could be something there for sure and he does know about that because he did renew the card thank goodness yeah but that's good yeah no that's always good it's uh it's the ones that are like are you sure we'd rather prescribe you opiates that are like questionable yeah <laughs> We have a lot of those, too, here in Oklahoma that would rather prescribe you an opiate than a weed card. That's so weird. Yeah. That's so weird. Like, here, the doctors I've been to, they don't approve of the THC use, uh, but they don't, they just sort of cluck about it, but they absolutely do not offer opiates either. Unless they're cutting yeah. you open, and then they give you, like, five days, and they're super, like, strict about it. Because they don't want to have the same addiction issues that they have in states like this. Yeah. So, it's serious. It's kind of sad. There's a person that I know that actually gets incredibly violent and has nearly lost his family because of it. Actually did lose his family of 20 years over it. So, you know. Yeah. And is in complete denial over the situation. So, I mean, what can you say? Yeah. Addiction's... Complex, scary thing. I mean, some people like get addicted and they 
they manage to keep their lives together. You know, it doesn't like seem to escalate. They just need the stuff to function. And then some people, they just go off the rails and Mm -hmm. constantly need more and stuff like that. You know, I was listening to this uh, podcast, uh, Hidden Brain. Uh, I might have sent you that episode. Oh, yeah, I did. It was because it was about dopamine and um, the way that our systems sort of regulate that and what drives addiction. Um, And the mechanism was different than I understood it to be. And it was I thought it was really interesting. Um, But, you know, like when we get our dopamine hit from doing something be it watching cartoons or eating ice cream or whatever, um, that once it wears off, the body tries to equalize to go back to the state before the dopamine hit, right? So there's kind of like a scale. But what actually happens is we have our middle point where we start where we were when the when the dopamine hit. And what happens is we actually end up over here on the pain side. So every time we have every time we have pleasure, we experience uh, the pain of not having the pleasure. So every time, and then we have to be in that pain for a certain amount of time before we go back to the middle point. And, um, and some people do not cope well with that, that pain state, uh, before they, you know, before getting to the the middle point again or equalizing again. And that, that's kind of what feeds that. It's like a Depeche Mode song. It's like a Depeche Mode concert, all in one. <laughs> all the emotions that you go through when that happens. <laughs> That's quite the roller coaster, but that makes so much sense, though. Yeah, that explains why we chase the dopamine the way that we do. Yeah, and it and it's like it makes like perfect sense when you think about how we evolved because we were always on our feet, moving to the next feeding place or hunting or doing whatever it was. And so we needed the mo- the motivation to keep seeking out like what we need to survive. But now we live in a time of plenty. And so we're, we're like, we, we don't need the motivation system that we have installed. You know, we could, we could live with something a little bit less uh, yeah. intense. Yeah. It's interesting. Yeah. It is. Uh, I'm really glad I'm good at entertaining myself. Like, I can see the traps that catch people who are prone to boredom, you know? Mm-hmm. See, I can't. I don't learn them until I've already, like, fallen into the trap. Because, like, now that I think Now that I really think about it, I can see myself fall into these traps. So, which is fine. It's just like, it completely makes sense now. It's like putting on a pair of glasses and just kind of being like, whoa. (laughs) (sighs) That's that's part of why I thought you would find it interesting. And they explained it a lot better. They had like, it was like an hour long conversation. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I remember part of it. But, yeah, I mean, I do that with myself a lot because I have to have something, but yet I don't want to do something common, but yet I have to have the dopamine constantly. Kind of like going up to the shop. Yeah. To feel like I'm needed. I think that's a that's a healthy outlet, though, like a healthy source of dopamine because you are doing something functional it's not harmful to you in any way like you know no yeah seems like a good one um i think like anything creative or you know functional even like work as long as you're not doing too much of it because all things in moderation yeah i need to make another commercial for the podcast actually make another tiktok commercial since we have another today is the sixth is today the sixth seventh 
we have an episode that comes out on the 10th since it comes out on the 10th of each month so oh, okay yeah. i'll try to do another tiktok right before it'll be good timing for that yeah i gotta figure out how to do like for these ones because i've figured out a system for doing when it's just me like finding a snippet but uh for these ones i don't know if i'm gonna like just share like a video snippet or do you like the puppets or i'm not sure yeah i liked the puppet ones they were very cute yeah i've got you want to like do that yeah i've got like 15 more like made so i just every friday i'll nice. post one very nice yeah i need to like probably just do another one like the last one that i had only try to find more like dancing videos or something i don't know it's so hard to just kind of work with nothing but just to come up with something and then i'm not really familiar with cap cut and video edit completely yet and i'm still working off my phone so yeah yeah but i'll start working off my laptop more often does cap cut work on the laptop i've never tried like I didn't know if it was just a mobile device app or I really don't know, but I was hoping that like something on the laptop would be good for like Patreon and stuff. And maybe there's good video editing features, something. Cause you can only put video on Patreon from the web interface. Am I correct? Yeah. yeah I think yeah. you have to, you have to load it onto Vimeo and then share, share it from there. So they host it through Vimeo and then um yes yeah yeah i just share links to my to my youtube but that's because i'm not doing anything that's um patreon spe specific really well we were thinking maybe too just like going through spotify and just doing the subscriptions through spotify since you could show you could put videos on there and so if they pay for the subscription they get the video it makes it pretty simple yeah. Only you wouldn't be able to break it up into as many tiers. Yeah. And I don't like that. Yeah. I like having all the tiers. I, I do don't, too. I don't like people. It's interesting because I thought like I would get a lot of signups for like the lowest tier. And I, I've only gotten three. And I, I was like, okay. You know, I I just I just thought it was like so little, such a small amount that it was kind of a no-brainer. That it'd be the one that would sell the most. Yeah. Yeah. See, I think if we do like a small tier, it'll be like our blog, basically, which right now is like on a public server, but like maybe we'll move the, the juicy stuff to the blog onto Patreon. That'll be like the low tier and you get like a little swag bundle when you first sign up and then like have like the second tier be, I don't know yet. <laughs> yeah, mine is the lowest tier is basically like you're just supporting me and you don't have to deal with updates and um, you get added to my mail list. So you get a Christmas card or whatever. And then the tier above that is occasional updates and a thank you card and um, access to the Etsy discount code. Yeah. Um, and then the tier above that, which is a $10 and above all that's where like the perks really start to kick in. And that's where, People get access to um, the no ad version of the podcast because I just upload it directly there. So as I start adding ads or whatever, um, plus if they don't have like a paid subscription to YouTube or whatever, so they don't have to deal with that. And then they get art and a variety of other things that as they, they go up in tiers, they get more. And I'm thinking about now that I have like mugs and stuff, I might add getting a mug for my podcast for like the top two tiers but only after they've been a subscriber for a certain amount of time you know yeah because i i actually had somebody sign up um for a tier where they would get stuff and i sent them the stuff and then they like after 25 days they unsubscribed so they got all the stuff that was like worth money from me. And I was uh, like, I, I need to be patient and be like, so I put like, if, if they're at the highest tier, 
they have to be on there for three months. And if they're at the tiers below that, they have to be on there for like four or five months before they get like the art and stuff. Yeah. That's a good idea. I just took some notes basically. So that I don't forget. Yeah. I really want to do that so bad. I know it's going to take time because we're like, like I said, we're going to need a camera for Robin's computer and stuff like that and stuff. And she's not quite ready to do that. And I don't want to pressure her. So I'm just trying to like be patient. Yeah. Well, you could always start, start your Patreon, start building it out and get people interested in it with the idea that some of the stuff is going to be happening in the future. I mean, I, I started mine and pushed the whole podcasting idea in the very beginning, but I hadn't even, I didn't start for like a year. Yeah. So. That's a good thought. You guys could just do your, out. you could just do your updates, start kind of getting used to incorporating it. My experience has been that people on Patreon are not super interactive because um, it's just it's like there's too many social media outlets. So they sign up and then on occasion people will go in and like stuff. But I don't get a lot of like a lot of interaction on there. So um, and Tyler kind of says the same. She's got two people that are interactive and nobody else really does. Yeah. Hmm. I just really want recordings of it on there. I think that'll be good. Yeah. And I know we're going to do it. I just have to be patient. Yep. One thing at a time. But yeah, swag bag. And I think <laughs> I'm sending her a swag bag as like a kind of like fears to season two will kind of be a good little push. So definitely. Yeah. Plus, a nice, it's just a nice surprise, but help her visualize what you guys could be offering. Exactly. And then we got our first bit of advice today, our first question for advice is about money and not relationships. <laughs> but it was still, it was still good. It was just like the hustle's real and, you know, I'm doing everything I can out here to try to make some extra money. What can you suggest? And it's just like, <laughs> well, we're all in that boat. Yeah. Every single one of us are in that little side boat. Yeah, where we've got something. It's gotten pretty, pretty dire in that regard. That there's just so few people that have enough now. Mm-hmm. It's getting very, very sad. Yeah, kind of scary, actually. More scary than just sad. It's just scary. Yeah. So. I don't. I haven't gotten any like requests yet. Like I even have an email address and everything. Haven't gotten anything yet, but it'll happen eventually. Yeah, it will. It's only been, it's been how long? A month? Two months? Mm, like six months. Almost. For the podcast? Has it really already been six months? Yeah, almost. Maybe That's four a months. a long time. Yeah. Man, time is just flying by. But, I mean. Yeah. I don't know how long we haven't played all of ours yet. We've only played since we've only we've recorded twelve, but we've only this is September, so this is our ninth episode. So about okay. teachers. I'm on episode. The this week's will be episode sixteen, and nice. then there were some gaps of po where I didn't post consistently, um, and then yeah, so now. Yeah, so 16. Yeah. I wonder if I did do a podcast on my own, what it would be about. I'd probably just want to talk to or cosplayers and stuff from TikTok. I'd probably start with interviewing with... I'd probably interview everybody, like yeah. local Oklahomans and stuff like that. Yeah, I just want but, to talk to people. Like, I just, you know, I need to get brave and reach out. Like, I don't mind, like, having the same people on and just kind of, like, and do that but i know that i also need to like go outside of my comfort zone and like have other people because that's i just i don't know that's why my whole thing is like having people on and just the fact that the most regular person the most random regular person is still like interesting 
because they're not us, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I see what you're saying. Maybe I could do one locally where I just got like local floating heads on. Like local councilmen and stuff like that. Talk about what's going on in Bethany. Bethany needs a podcast. Yeah. It's all of like it's all of 30 people. Yeah. Same 30 people that have the say things. No, it was juicy the other night and so it was fun to watch. They didn't pass that. Like they're gonna take the Fourth of July parade from this person that's been passionate about it for three years, and they were gonna take it away from her and give it back to the city, and it didn't pass. It caused a lot of drama in between. Then, small town politics, fun stuff. Was but I'd like, love to like pick brains. Yeah, that could be. I mean, like I mean, that just gives you like a focal point. Just be like, I'm just gonna focus on town I live in and the people that live here and the right there, boom, you basically have a topic. Mm-hmm. And interview all the experts all the time. It'd be fun. Yeah, and then you could use photos that you take of the town for your the images for each for the individual episodes. That would be cool. And I could record them on Google Meet because yep. people would want to see those. That would yeah. be funny. I think I could do that. I think I might actually do that. I, I don't know. I mean, it's something I'm interested in. It's something I like. So, and I would definitely like to like talk to everybody in town that I'm friends with. Yeah. And just hear their opinions about Bethany. Because <laughs> it could get it could get heated, and I would really like that. Oh, sorry, I'm going off topic again. Is it okay? Fine. <laughs> My husband, you know how he's weird about haircuts? He doesn't like his head being touched. So he tried again to get a haircut. And he went to some place called Great Clips after work yesterday. And he swears they butchered him. Even though he looked fine. And still ended up making me cut it or fix it by the end of the night. I was just like dying i was like i knew i was like i knew as soon as you got home i was like there's no way you're gonna let this go until i end up cutting your hair with clippers (laughs) i don't know why but in your head you think that if i go over it with clippers i'm gonna fix something that's wrong that's so funny (laughs) his hair's about as long as your hair if not shorter i'm just like uh that's a quirk (laughs) it is it's a quirk that only you can fix. Like, it's, like, comforting to him. No, he needs to find... He needs to find a bar. I sent him a picture of, like, the best haircut I could find. And I had to go back, like, six years on my phone. And I found this picture from, like, six years ago. And I was like, that's the best haircut you've ever gotten. And it was, like, a profile shot. And I was like, I want you to give this picture to everybody from here on out. Like, give this picture to them. They cannot fuck it up. I'm not cutting your hair anymore. I can't do this. Well, he, needs, like, he needs to go to, like, actual haircutting, like, people that charge money because, like, Great Clips is the same as Supercuts. I know. Not. They ruin my hair every time I go there. They always do it wrong. Yeah. He's getting what he paid for. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And so, I mean, when you're cheap and you're, like, weird about haircuts it's gonna happen so yeah it's really hard to be picky and cheap and be happy like they don't they don't cut together no that's my mom it doesn't work like that <laughs> so it doesn't work like that no i listened to um i listened to the one where tyler was actually on on Leno's. so that was good and then I listened to Two Crows today. Nice. Yes. Yes. They're good. You guys have a good chemistry together. So thanks. Guys, I'm getting I'm getting more comfortable. Like the first episode I was like real pretty stiff and uncomfortable. Like the next one was better. And I was like, okay, cool, getting getting better. Uh, also the first episode I didn't have access to Adderall and then then I did. 
for the second one, and it makes a huge difference as, as well. But I've been playing yeah. with the light because I noticed that I blink like every second or half second. I'm like, uh, 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 like <laughs> it's uh. really bad, and it's because the lights bother me. Like the last episode we recorded, um, that's not out yet. I kept yawning, and it was because the light was bothering my eyes so much. So this is better. I changed changed it so I'm still getting a little reflection and it's still a little bright but it's not I don't feel like I'm in pain so I'm hoping that's why I need better lighting where I'm at right now but anyway yeah, I'm yeah I think that's a, a ring light yeah I need a ring light if I'm gonna do these but it'll be fine I'll just start doing these with a ring light and I need another one another cheap ring light like, I need to assess what my garage setup is going to be like and see if, I mean, obviously I'm sticking with recording and doing whatever I'm doing and taking whatever pictures I'm taking. I'm obviously sticking to it. Yeah. It's been this long. It's like sticking to it. So, but hold on a second. Everybody okay? Good. But yeah. I'm obviously sticking to it, so I've got to, like, invest in actually making it worth my, like, wild to, like, take pictures and stuff. Yeah. Find a good place. Will you have room in your RV? I will have room to do um, TikTok videos and stuff. There's, like, one spot um, that I can do it. And then will I have room to store my clothing? I don't know about that yet. So I might have to like just have a couple outfits and you know, but I'm hoping because the closet is a decent size, surprisingly. So I'm hoping that all my stuff in there because I don't have that much actual clothing. Yeah. I have yeah, more cosplay is. stuff than I do actual clothing. <laughs> yeah, I know the feeling. I've got three suitcases full of like cosplay stuff and I don't have anywhere near that much clothing. I don't know what happened. It started with <laughs> Because remember, you asked me a long time ago, and I showed you, like, one suitcase case yeah. that was overflowing. But now it's, like, three suitcases overflowing. <laughs> so I don't know what happened. I, yeah, I don't, I, yeah. And the thing is, is, like, it's stuff, it's not, like, just stuff I bought or whatever. People sent me stuff. Like, one of my friends has gifted me a decent amount of stuff, and then I got, like, that tutu from Dottie. And, you know, tutus take up a lot of space. Yeah, they really do. I got that one from Dottie, too. It's awesome, but it's really big. I haven't had a chance to properly wear it. Yeah. It, mine is really fluffy, but it's too small for my waist, so I have to commit to being uncomfortable. But that was, like, right when my my move started, so I haven't, you know, I just haven't had a chance to play around. What is that? Oh, cute. It's a little drink. Can you see it? There we go. Yeah, that's cute. Yeah. Or like a strawberry strawberry sundae or something like that. Yeah. Doesn't smell like anything, but they made it in Girl Scouts. That's cute. Yeah. Nice like that. But yeah. I need to like... I need the weather to give me that magical time where it's kind of in between the two seasons where I get a lot done. And then I'll just suffer through the winter. Yeah. The dog days of winter. And then get spring again, and then suffer through the dog days of summer. I've done okay. It's like... <sighs> if my house were just a little bigger, but this will work. So, it is what it is. Yeah. It's fun. Yeah. yeah we were talking still... about it being loud, but now at least there is a house, so I get it. Yeah. But... Like, you managed to get a lot done, even though you don't have, like, a dedicated workspace or whatever. Yeah. The cat litter box needs to not be in there. If it wasn't in there, it'd be great. Because if you guys could smell it in 100-degree weather, you'd understand, like, it is not fun in there. Because it does. It smells exactly like you would think a garage that has a car in it that has a cat litter box would smell like in 100 degrees. <laughs> and it just smells like motor oil and, like, cat feces, and it's disgusting. 
That is gross. My uh, right now, my son's like they're trying to get stuff sor- sorted so that they can move into like the garage, and they have the cats in the garage, and the cat box will break so that like they're peeing without it like being covered correctly. And oh my goodness, like if the if if I go in there when the cat box has recently broken, the smell is like I can't even oh, go in there. No. I'm just like. It's so bad. My nose is like, oh. Uh, it's too bad. It's awful. I'm like, you need to get a new cat box that doesn't break. Like, like I know, but it costs money. So. I really want the robot one. I really want the robot one. I just can't justify it, and I really don't think my cats would use it. I can guarantee you Megatron would not use it, and she'd just start peeing in the bedroom again. She would just be a bitch. Yeah, I love mine. I... Could not, I could never go back to just scooping all the time after having. I'm on my third one, so. Um, and the other ones that I had are still being used by other people. Like I upgraded and then gave yeah. the other ones away, and you know that's. Well, maybe cool. if I start with a small cat, like a kitten, you know, that's a little more used to it, or something. So yeah. I mean, you might be surprised. They may be like super, super into it just because it has like it's because it cleans. That means the cat litter is always clean. And if the cats are really picky about that, you know, I don't yeah. know. But it's 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 it is a gamble if you know that your cat is finicky. But I personally didn't have issues switching over um, when I did finally switch over, but. I, I also never had issues switching the food over, and a lot of people say that they have issues with that, too. So yeah, I, just... I have so much issues. I had so many issues with the food thing. And, like, the ants, like, the ants forced us to where it's like, okay, no free feeding at all. Like, no excuses. Because we weren't really free feeding, but there were times when it was still happening sometimes. When I'd be like, oops, left some food out. And I'm like, ugh. So... Yeah. With the ants, though, we couldn't do it. And it was just like, I had to put the food up, which was driving the cats absolutely insane. They thought we were starving them. They just, like, meowing and freaking out. And I'm just like, no, I can't leave food out. You're done eating. You walk away from the dish. I'm putting it away. Yeah. That's all there is yeah, to I, it. I used to free feed, and then I got a cat who would eat until he threw up. And yeah. so I couldn't free feed. And... But with Amos, he just eats when he eats, like, and he's really good about, like, not overeating. So I I just, I leave the food out because he won't, he doesn't care enough to eat when I put it out. Like, he doesn't seem to ever get, like, specifically hungry. So, like, he'll go run around and then go take a couple bites and then not eat again until later and take a couple bites again. Um, And I've been thinking about that, like, in the RV, are we going to have issues with, pests or whatever but um i'm thinking like i'll just i'm gonna be caulking around the edges of things in the kitchen and stuff and i'm thinking it'll be okay i also have a plan for treating the exterior with peppermint um which is a really good deterrent yeah that'll help that's what you're saying you're gonna use for ants yeah well and for mice they mice don't like it Nice. I didn't know that. Yeah. Makes sense. So, I mean, I read reviews and there are a few people who are like, my mice don't mind it, but most people are like, yeah, it helped a lot. Good. It's good to know. I like wiping my walls down with it, with a mixture of that and warm water and just wipe yeah. the walls. Yeah, it usually helps. But get that little layer of dirt off, which I need to do, which I haven't done in a long time. I'd like to do before the winter, just a good wall wipe down in every room. Because you know how sometimes like the bathrooms and stuff, they'll get steamy and like you can see the dirt. Yeah. Come out and see, but it's so gross. Yeah. That's like my uh, spring cleaning for me is when I do baseboards and like walls and stuff like that. Yeah. I try to do one in both. Especially, like, because I know we're going to be cooped up all winter, so. But, anyway. This cat. 
I haven't really sold anything major in my booth lately. Like I've sold some little stuff, but I haven't sold anything major other than that Mother Mary. So you sold the Mother just, Mary. I did sell the Mother Mary. She was two hundred dollars. Wow, nice. And they they weren't sure if she worked, and I was like, "Yes, she works." And I was like, "There's a knob on her," and they were like, "I guess they didn't see the knob, but they bought her anyway." So. That made my rent right there. I was like, that it's sales like that that I need. Yeah, that's really cool. Yeah. Yeah, I was pretty happy about that. And she'll be in a home that actually really likes her, so someone will enjoy her. And that's all that matters too. Yeah. Well, I think we should probably we're at about an hour so we could like wrap up and Oh wow. Okay. Yeah. yeah. That was fun. We'll do let me um, let me do the wrap up and then um, don't hang up yet and then okay. yeah okay uh, thanks everybody for listening and um, I guess talk to you next week.